All right. Well, welcome back to Lock It In. And we're going to be doing some summer previews for these NHL teams coming up. We're going to go ahead. I'm going to deep dive. JD with you as always. I'm going to deep dive into some of these teams, looking at the cap sheet, looking at decisions they've made this summer up until this point, and sort of give you a sense of where the team's building towards, my opinion on how they've been building, and just all in all, just some just some downright previews of how I think their teams are going to do. I'll also focus on, uh, for all those league pass type watchers, who are who are constantly watching the NHL and are interested in watching not only their team but a bunch of teams. I'm going to go ahead and uh, give some analysis on who has some of the better in-game presentation, announcing crews, all that type of stuff that goes with delivering a great broadcast to the viewer. So, without further ado, let's go ahead and jump right in. Professional grow up, really came out the mud. You know it's hard to say no when the famous are plugged. They all pull up to the whip, play saying what's up. Wanna post up, talk about the strain of the month. Back then, who knew I was kind of the guy to get three on the text. If you trying to get high, cop chase ain't once, but some on the side. Roll up like one, three plus with a ride. Never dolo kid, no stress, always got one. Preteen married now, I seen shopping. Looking for the kid, block out so now Fresh out of class with a dash with a cop from front with a smile on the lama all achy. Yes, she knew I was a legend in the make. Stuck around cause the boy lit in the cake. Small town big hair, Ricky gon' make it. Alright, let's jump back in with the Colorado Avalanche. Alright. Colorado was a team that a lot of people had questions about, and myself included, early in last season and towards midseason. The Avs ended up making the playoffs in the wild card and then taking out the dominant Flames in a surprising five games in round one. Their season ultimately ended in an epic seven games against San Jose Sharks in round two. And I'm really going to try hard not to let their unbelievable playoff performance cloud my thinking here. I say that because this was an average team in almost every statistical category. This really worries me because there's a lot of opportunity for aggression in this team. This team needs more to push it forward because it's still just a bubble playoff team when you look at a full regular season. The counter to this is they have a lot of young guys who have the potential to lift their games and take this team from a bubble playoff team to the next level. The one place that they are in much better position than most of their peers is in their free agency and cap situation, specifically with their stud RFA, Miko Rantanen. He has been an electric offensive force since he stepped on the ice in the NHL. He, however, he has continued to improve in all the facets of his game. Last year, he combined with McKinnon and Landis Cog to create, in my opinion, the most dangerous line in the NHL. Colorado currently has $15 million in cap space, which lets you know how serious they are about keeping Rantanen and at a number that not only they feel comfortable at, but one that he feels comfortable at as well. My prediction, and I did not think this whole RFA situation in the NHL was going to go this long. I, I figured there might be a couple offer sheets. There was one by Montreal Canadiens, but that didn't end up turning into anything. And I've been surprised at the lack of action for some of these guys. But my guess here is that Ranton might actually be the first guy to sign. Strictly because Colorado 
cannot afford to start this season without him. His line and their production was the sole reason that this team made the playoffs. And there was a stretch last year around November, December, where that line just could not be stopped by anybody in the league. Certainly, that isn't all because of Rantanen. I mean, he plays with some of the best players in the league in McKinnon and a very well-rounded and intelligent player in Landeskog. However, if I'm Joe Sackick, I know that this team is probably going to be on the bubble of the playoffs. And if not on the bubble, you know, one of the lower seeds in the playoffs. And every single point is important next year. Letting this con- contract situation drag into the season could be the death nail for this team even early in the season. Unlike Marner, who can sit out and come back midseason to a for-sure playoff team and take his time getting his game acclimated, or Matthew Kachuk or Braden Point, who are no doubt key pieces to their teams, but are on teams where they're so deep that they can handle those losses for a certain amount of time. Colorado is not in that same situation. Colorado needs to have Ranton in to start the season. I would imagine neither the Avalanche nor Rantanen want to throw away a season. Throwing away this season could have huge impact on this organization, as I view this as a critical turning point. A team that, as we mentioned, was average across the board in every measurable way, made the playoffs in the final weeks of the season, and then proved they can compete in the playoffs with some of the better teams in the NHL. For me, this is a team where, you know, they're on the cusp of going from a very good, dangerous, young team to a perennial Stanley Cup contender. And all they need is to sign Rantanen and then add a few maybe veteran pieces to what they have. Which brings us to maybe the biggest trade this entire offseason. The Avalanche are involved in a huge trade with the Leafs this offseason, bringing in Nazem Kadri, Callie Rosen, and a third-round pick in exchange for Tyson Barry, Alex Kerfoot, and a six-round pick. Tyson Barry has been a very good defenseman for the Colorado Avalanche for a bunch of seasons now. Having played nearly 500 games, amassing 74 goals, 232 assists for a total of 306 points, Barry has been a productive offensive defenseman for the Avs organization. However, this is a team that has the offense and with a guy like Kale McCarr coming up, has offensive defensemen and is really in need of some stability on the back end, but not also on the back end. They need it in their forwards to help, you know, sure up their back end. I think it's an underrated part of the NHL even to this day is the ability to have forwards who can come back and alleviate pressure on your defense. That is why I love the pickup of Nazem Kadri here. Now, Nazem Kadri comes with some of the warts that we've seen over the past few years. And he's not a perfect player. He has at times gotten himself into trouble, especially in the playoffs. And he has had some very questionable, probably dirty hits along the way. But to me, this is a gamble worth taking. Barry was a very good player for the Avalanche, but it was a necessary trade piece. He had one year left on the deal, and they were probably going to have to pay him. And I think they have other guys they would rather pay on the back end, like Sam Girard and... Uh, Kale McCarr. So for me, they picked up a huge piece, a guy who's really going to be able to help sure up their line. He's a third line center who can possibly 
you know, play up to that second second line. For me, they really needed to fill that hole behind their top line, not with super skilled, super, you know, offensive players, but players that can play both sides of the ice. That's why I really like Nazem Kadri. Two other pickups that I think are a little bit under the radar that I think are really going to help this team. Jonas Donskoy from San Jose Sharks. They picked him up for almost $4 million a year, four-year contract. I think it's a good deal for them. He's another guy who he's going to be able to give you third-line minutes. He's going to be able to be a part of a, a hard-working defensive scheme. And then you obviously add Belmar, Pierre-Edouard Belmar. And he's a fourth-liner who's going to come in like a professional, do a lot of good work. He can kill penalties. He's played an integral role the last couple seasons for Vegas. It's just this is a, a better-built forward group if they can bring back Ranton in than they were last season. And I think there's a chance that, that they really can improve their ability as a team to you know, be able to play a, a more structured game throughout the regular season that will lead them to garner more points and it won't be so much a question of can they make the playoffs, but can they contend for the Stanley Cup. So that brings us to our betting portion of this podcast. And like me, Vegas sees Colorado having big time improvements this next season. Last year, they were a 90-point team. This year, Vegas has her over under pegged at 98.5. And And that's that's a lot for me. That's, you know, obviously this is very dependent on Rantanen coming back because if he's not there, if we're not hearing that he's going to be there to start the season, I am smashing on the under here. But we don't know that, and I don't know that we're going to know that until time comes. So for me, I'm going to wait on this. I would probably go under um, unless Rantanen signs his contract really early. Then I might rethink it because then this is a team that could come out of the gates flying uh, with the, the offensive group they have. I think they've definitely improved if they bring back Rantanen. So... Big if, but if Rantanen is is not there to start the season, I'm smashing the under at 98.5. All right, let's move on to everyone's favorite part, the broadcast breakdown. Now, the Avalanche are going to get off the the bat here, are going to get special points because their network is named Altitude, which I love. So for me, that already, they're winning with their Altitude named station love it second this is a team that has consistently been together mark moser the tv play-by-play guy and peter mcnab the color guy have been together for a lot of years mcnab's been there for 14 and i think moser's been there for 12 it's a veteran broadcast they do a great job they do a great great job uh i love their broadcast i love their in in-game presentation, everything about the Avalanche Altitude broadcast is phenomenal. If you're a big-time league pass watcher like myself and you want to watch a game and you want to get a great breakdown of both sides of what's happening and you're watching an Avalanche game, I, I highly, highly, highly recommend the Avalanche Altitude broadcast as one of the top broadcasts in the league. 
certified, baby.